0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Welcome to Smart Sex, Smart Love. We're talking about sex goes beyond the taboos, and talking about love goes beyond the honeymoon. I'm Dr. Joe Court. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, today we're talking about interracial relationships and sex. My guest this week wants to help remove the taboo of talking openly about race and sex. Raquel Rocky Harris is a Detroit content curator who educates and entertains. She's an experienced writer, editor, and media correspondent using her influence to affect change. She hosts and produces Rocky's reality podcasts on Motor City Women Radio. Her platform explores essential topics in culture, entertainment, and relationships. Unafraid to ask what others are thinking, she's comfortable with unfiltered and unapologetic perspectives. Rocky's affiliations include the Aspiring Writers Association of America and the Detroit Chapter of the National Association for Black Journalists. Rocky joins me this week to discuss interracial relationships and sex. Welcome, Rocky.
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: I think I love oh, about right. you so even before I met you was <laughs> that you're unfiltered and unapologetic, and I am too, and I love it.
0: But yes, does it we're ever? We're kindred spirits. Get, we
1: are, but it gets me in trouble sometimes. Does it get you?
0: Oh, I am the queen of things going left <laughs> all, all day. Um, but um, I don't know. Being transparent has been one of my best weapons. Yeah to success or best secrets to success, I should say, because um, I spend enough time being reserved and responsible. I right. mean, as adults, we spend enough time right. doing that. So when I can, I, I let loose. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm so glad. I hope you do it here. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to just start with some questions. Um, uh, how, Can you talk to us about the, how cultural differences and similarities affect sex and intimacy?
0: Ooh. Well, okay, so I did a show on interracial relationships about a month or so ago. And the one main thing that I learned from that is that no matter how different we look on the outside, a lot of us want the same things on the inside. Mm-hmm. A lot of us want to be cuddled and held. And um as a black woman who's never dated outside of my race, I've, I find other races attractive. Um And, of course, I'm married now. But I just found that that physical chemistry or that not physical, but that soul connection you have. I'm one of those people. I believe in energies. So it doesn't really matter what race you are because what makes you feel good makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've learned like from friends that, um, cause you know, there's a stereotype about white men and small penises. I've learned mm-hmm. that that's not true. Mm-hmm. and that <laughs> Actually my one girlfriend, she says that her uh, boyfriend who is white ha- is the best guy she's had mm-hmm. sexually. And she's been with several black men. So, it's it's just been a learning experience for me to remove my biases about it. And I think that's one thing that holds us back mm-hmm. are our biases and what we think things should be mm-hmm. versus what they actually are in you, reality.
1: You just threw me off for a minute. Wait a minute. So you've heard about white men with white men with small penises, but I've always heard about black men with big penises.
0: And it's not true. Right. Some right. of them have small penises. Right. So, I'm here to say some yeah. black men have small penises. So, so why so, do we yeah. think
1: black men have big penises? What is that?
0: I think, um, historically, just some, um, from, I mean, and we know as far as slavery and just the fabric of America, um, just period, not even just with black people, there are certain stereotypes and beliefs that are put into our head about people because we like to put people in boxes and it makes us feel comfortable to put them in certain categories. So I think it's just something that from slavery, um, as well as, the buck, when they used to sell the buck, how he used to be strong and he mm. had to be virile. Mm. And, um, the black woman was looked at as a Jezebel and over sexualized. I think those are just things that have generationally been carried on. Mm-hmm. And I think somewhere along the way, someone threw in or, div- or put in the white man having a small penis mm-hmm. as kind of a counteractive to that. So, um, Again, I just think it's, again, a lot of times we get visions in our head mm-hmm. that are just totally not true. Right. We make stuff up. I know. And if we look at a lot of wives' selves and the origin of a lot of things, they don't even have any basis or, or truth to them. I know.
1: And so, even porn um contributes to that, you know? Yes. It yes. really does.
0: Right. It makes us think, um, and that's another thing, um, With porn just in general, you think that your sex life is just going to be awesome like the porn, Porn, the movie, not knowing that they take a break, (laughs) that they take enhancing drugs and things like that. Um, And it's just unrealistic to... Think that porn is a represent representation of real sex, mm-hmm. even though I love, I'm um, I don't mind porn, mm-hmm, but good mm-hmm. porn. I me mean, too. it has got me in the mood. <laughs> I'm not right. even gonna lie; it was a yep. period where my husband and I will watch it all the time, and then yeah. we just got two. Um, and now he's like he watches it alone, and like I do too sometimes. So, <laughs> I love it, but it doesn't. It, my thing is with with um everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. So, it, and definitely, I do believe porn does feed into and just everything is sexualized, mm-hmm, even. Mm-hmm. A damn car commercial is sexualized now. Mm-hmm.
1: Everything is So we get is. these
0: visions in our head of what things are. So, um, can
1: you talk about, I always want to hear, have people understand, white people say, I'm kinky. Black people say, I'm freaky. Is that mm-hmm.
0: true? You know, I think it's a, I, and I think that's a cultural thing. Okay. Um, just like with any culture, culture means the way you talk. The way you dress, what you eat, Mm -hmm. what music you listen to. So I think it's um, a difference in just semantics and like dialect Mm -hmm. sometimes because I've said kinky depending on the situation. I've said freaky. So to me, they're interchangeable. Okay. Um, But again, I think we get so caught up in looking at our differences that we look that we really are the same in a lot of ways. Yeah, I love that some of us. I mean, not all of us, but it's like, it's certain groups who like butt play. It's certain groups who like golden showers. It's certain groups who squirt. It's certain groups who like giving fellatio. Mm-hmm. And that's, an, that's, again, that's another stereotype that black women don't like to give fellatio. Mm-hmm. When that's, or, in, or like white women like to give fellatio. That's yeah. one of the things, like, especially in high school yeah. and things. Like that. So, uh, or that black men don't, um, Eat, uh, do cunnilingus? Yeah, I you know those are all that. stereotypes right. because are, are. there are people out there who enjoy to do them, and there are people who don't enjoy to do them.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think the stereotypes? I always feel like, even as a Jew or as a gay man, I am that uh, stereotypes aren't based on some truth in the culture.
0: Some, um, but it's an exaggerated at times, Right. and then it becomes. Where you think that that's automatically that whole group. And that's the problem with stereotypes. Yes, because even black people we make fun of and Jews, you might make fun of your own culture because, right. you know, these are things about your culture that are kind of ridiculous or just, you know, depending on the setting you're in, yeah. you feel like you have to justify it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we. um I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. You sorry. were asking me Um about stereotypes based on some truth, you know. Right, some yeah. some of them are. I mean, a lot of Black people do like chicken. Yeah, but some Black people don't like like watermelon mm-hmm, and chickens mm-hmm. and or hot sauce. So, um again, I, I think um stereotypes make us feel comfortable too, because we like to categorize and label. Right, and when we can, and that xenophobia comes in—the fear of the unknown. If we mm-hmm. don't know something. We have to put something on it mm-hmm. to make it make sense to us, so it makes us feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. It does to exaggerate those things and to say, "Oh, well, now the stereotype stereotype has become the truth mm-hmm. when it's not always the truth in certain situations."
1: Well, can I ask you, what are some of the trends you notice you're noticing around interracial relationships and sex?
0: Uh I notice a lot more black women with men now. With white men, you mean? With white men, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as sex, um, I'm noticing that people with social media are more open with sharing parts of their sex life, not like having sex on social media, but I've seen a lot of new pictures. Um, a lot of, um, you know, there'll be, you know, innuendos online that people are showing. Um, and I think it's just a lot more freedom, just like with the LGBTQ community. I think it's more, um, of a movement now. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing it more in um like the Cheerios commercial. I saw I'm that. I'm seeing interracial. Yes. You're yes. seeing more of that in mainstream media. Yes, finally. Right. Yes. Right. It's still, you know, those underlying tones there is still only going to go so far. But there, I, I'm seeing it a lot more. um it's not as taboo,
1: right? I and would say stigmatized, really yeah. horrible, right? And it's funny. I was thinking about this, knowing you were coming on the show today, that um, that we're still talking about interracial relationships as if there's because when I was a boy, I was eight years old. My aunt, I have an aunt who liked black men, and it tortured. My grandmother, who was a bigot and very prejudiced, and she couldn't stand it. And the whole family believed that um, she was trying to do this to get back at my grandmother. She hated my grandmother. <laughs> really? And we all believed that. I was raised to believe that. And then I grew up, I'm like, she was, couldn't she just have liked was, black? Right, you know? exactly.
0: <laughs> no, right. she couldn't
1: have, they said. No, she right. was doing this to hurt her.
0: And that's interesting to me because, like, from what I've heard, now, is this, tell me if this is true. Jewish people don't even like when you date other whites. They prefer for you to date the, someone else who's Jewish. Yes.
1: Yes. OK. Yes. OK. It is still true. It's okay. a stereotype, but it's a true stereotype, though. It okay.
0: is. OK. OK. And there's
1: still a stigma around interraciality and, you know, yeah, the whole-
0: absolutely. It's still a hot button topic. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter how far we've come, there are still um, I'm definitely seeing that it's not as um, I haven't heard as much hateful behavior attached mm-hmm. to interracial relationships but there still are the whispers sometimes and mm-hmm. you know the headlines always whenever there's an interracial celebrity couple you know that's always going that the conversation comes up mm-hmm. I mean because it's we don't live in a post-racial America that's no. just a reality we have to be realistic that there are those issues that still exist for that, us That
1: even LGBT rights have surpassed the rights of of black people <laughs>
0: right i mean, it's
1: incre- it's stupid it's you've been doing this longer than we have been doing this trying to mm-hmm. get your rights oh mm-hmm. uh, i was just thinking of something i wanted to ask you about um interracial relationships and uh the stigma oh oh the idea that um black women i've heard say that uh some people get upset when a white woman's dating a black man cuz that could be her man mm-hmm. what do you say to that
0: well not necessarily um that it could be her man, but that, I don't know, in a way we feel, I don't know, sometimes slighted um, because we have, like, black women pretty much, we are the lowest on the totem pole as far as we're a woman, for one. Mm-hmm. So that's already an issue, mm-hmm. okay, because there is a hierarchy in society. And for us, black women, it's like we're at the bottom. So um, I think also it's an ego thing for us. Uh, because mm-hmm. we feel like when he, a uh, uh, black man, achieves a certain affluence, he only wants to date a white woman. Mm-hmm. I didn't know uh, that. And that's, and that's that's a belief sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case. But it what happens, I see, is also is that as they become affluent, they get into different circles mm-hmm. that don't always have black women. Mm-hmm. So you fall in love with who you're around a lot of oh, times. that's a good point. Uh, but it is... Um, something like I said that for me, when I see a black woman with a white man, I'm like, well, unfortunately, empirical data, empirical data shows that they we outnumber them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I like I see with my single friends is that they don't they can't meet men that are on the same level educationally or just emotionally, mentally, financially. So they have to start looking at other options Mm -hmm. so um and then there are the bitter bettys you know who feel like oh he don't he only dates white women now there are some guys who are like that
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: but then there are guys and that's what i found out from doing my show that that's just who happened who they found found, found, fell in love with Mm -hmm. so um it it is there but I want to say that it's not just just a blanket of black women. A lot of us still love our black men. And a lot of times we know that men are just men, period. Right. Right. You know, what yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, right. generally uh-huh. they are who they are, mm-hmm. Uh whether they're black, white, Chinese or um East Indian or whatever. A man is a man. Like when I go into a party store sometime, an Arab man will flirt with me. Mm-hmm. just like a black man or white man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will right so, so it's just ma- a male thing I-, I think so i think thing. they're just walking penises yeah. so it's, just, I, it's just i mean it doesn't matter just,
1: and as a gay man i appreciate walking penises
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can just tell you that right now all right right right, so right. i mean me. not to say there's nothing there's nothing wrong with a walking penis but, you know, absolutely now i got that in my head a walking
1: penis <laughs> i mean mine in too so <laughs> that reminds
0: me my husband says i Make him my boy toy. Sometimes I'm like, "What is the problem? You're a man," and I and that's another thing. We just assume men always want to have sex, and I'm right. like, "Come on now, how could you not be in a mood?" So let me ask
1: you this: um, <laughs> So we sexualize um uh, met the black man in the big P the BBC, right? Big black cock, right? Well, how do we sexualize women, black women? What is what is the stereotype of that?
0: Just that we're um that even our bodies. Our welcoming of it like we can't help that we have these curves and this is I have a 16 year old daughter and I've really had to check myself because adults, we put our stuff onto kids. Mm-hmm. We make it taboo to talk about vagina. Mm-hmm. And I think um with black women, again, the propaganda, what we put into media, just like the also with the Latin lovers, we'll say like Latino Men are, you know, have a a, a, a hyper mm-hmm. um, sexuality, sexuality. Mm-hmm. and um, I think because of the black women's because we are just fine and just boom, bam. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes that jealousy or that envy that people feel mm-hmm. th- to to minimize and to, you know, break us down to just being a sexual being. Yeah, it works for them. It works for them. Mm-hmm. Um and again, it's just like another, just another stereotype mm-hmm. so that we can be put into this box to make others feel comfortable. Like your other. Right. You're and it's, other. I mean, again, and and sexual, um, I do love being a black woman. Mm-hmm. I do love having curves. I do love having a fat ass. Mm-hmm. I am proud of that. I don't really have boobs mm-hmm. too much. <laughs> but, um, and I just think, period, for women, it's a problem when we like sex. Mm-hmm. Not even just black women. Right. You know, saying. it's just like if a if a woman openly talks about sex, she's looked at as a slut. What's yeah. wrong with us having a one night stand? Right. What's wrong with us masturbating? Right. Making, What's wrong with us liking porn? I love but, it. But of course that's a problem because America we try to put this puritanical view out, and it's well which to control bullshit. women's sexuality. Exactly, right. exactly.
1: What do you think? Did you hear that? I wish I had the story in front of me of that woman that was kicked off the plane because her clothes. She was a woman of color, oh. and she was wearing very tight clothing, but it featured her breasts, it featured her butt, but that was her body,
0: right? And it
1: was, and you didn't hear about this.
0: When Was this recently?
1: It was a while back. It was a few months ago. It was all over just the news just because of the clothing, just because they, it was too sexual. And she was a woman of color, and she just. Like you said, had the curves of the breasts. Sometimes we can't help it; it pokes out. Right, right. I mean, it does. I just
0: that's. I mean, but then that's also how that's something we have to deal with. Just like when you know your body type, Mm -hmm. certain clothing stores you know are not going to fit you the same. Mm -hmm. And it's certain clothing stores I won't even go to to buy clothing because I know my ass is going to be hanging out, or this is going to be. But I don't. Again, if she was a man, though, right. Right. So again, just getting back to the sexist, just like the patriarchal undertones yes. that are there, because who's to judge that that was inappropriate? Right. I mean, you've had people with your dog on the damn plane, right, like come on. <laughs> <laughs> so what? How? Are, you know? I, um.
1: How are interracial yeah. relationships accepted in the black community?
0: I think, um, hmm, I think it's more accepted when it is with a non-white person. So if it's another person of color. Right. I think it's more um, accepted. Uh, But again, it it varies from from family to family. Some families know that they, they, for generations, they've had interracial relationships. Like Mm -hmm. a girlfriend of mine, she's from Windsor. Mm -hmm. So she's had white and East Indian and Asian, you know, um, family members Mm -hmm. all throughout. Uh, But... Black people, we tend to be protective because we've been through so much. Mm-hmm. We do tend to be protective of our relationships and wanting to preserve uh, that black love. Right.
1: So even if a woman, black woman or, or pr- woman of color is with um, a white man, that's all that can also be stigmatized. within the
0: Absolutely. Yeah. But again, it's more accepted when it's a black woman with a white man yes. than a black man with a white woman. Right, right. It's not as talked about. Yeah. It's not as talked about. It's not made as big a deal. Mm-hmm. Like Serena Williams with Ohanian. Um, what is his name? Oh, my God. Alex, Alexis? Alexa Ohanian. It's not, was not as big of a deal as Kanye with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, you're like, right. You're it's right. It's not as, you know, because, of course, now it's just, it's just that, that whole relationship is just a whole other yeah, thing. Right. But, um <laughs> Again, it, I think when we have another per, people of color, color, person of color, we feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I've even noticed with other people of color, like black people, are still viewed below them. Because, like, even some Asians, I've I've experienced some mm. racial um, things from them, and it's like, wow, black woman, you just really right. You know it's like we don't get respect, yeah wow. um a lot of places, so um and I so I think that's kind of our reaction to that
1: mhm- mhm, and one the other thing I want to ask you, I never thought about is that we do see more penises on screen right of mal- males, but mm-hmm. it's white penises mm-hmm. and not black penises, and I have to be mm-hmm. honest, I never noticed that before, mm-hmm. and I'm noticing it now that you say that mm-hmm. what do you what do you say about that?
0: I mean again, I just think it's a way to suppress um you know and put out there what what they want to put out there. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important that we have to develop our own means of media Mm -hmm. to put the images out there that we want out there. Mm -hmm. And this is something that when I interview um, different content creators about how they purposely do things to make sure that, That representation is out there. Mm -hmm. By the way, I love Pose. I can't wait till that comes back on. Mm -hmm. You just made me think that we said penises on screen. I'm like, Pose. Uh, But I think it just, I think we're still just, it makes us feel comfortable. Yeah. Because we still, you know, we still are not fully there yet. Mm -hmm. We still aren't fully there. Main Street media still... You know, they, the, a lot of those awards, um, academies and boards are white males. Yeah,
1: that's why. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I
0: mean, it's even hard to get women's voices in there. So yeah. it's still like, it's just going to be like an ongoing thing. And, I'm, I'm glad now, like Tyler Perry has his own studio. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's breaking more barriers and yeah. we're seeing more and more people of color who are pulling out out content. Yeah. So, um, but of course, mainstream media is still, so we're talking about major networks, yes. NBC, ABC, yeah. CBS,
1: There's Fox, that, right.
0: They're still going to put the images out there because yeah. now empire is about to get canceled. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, not surprising. So it's just, um, again, what we patronize to mm-hmm. and what we buy. I'm so
1: glad to have you on the show. I wish that my Thank shows were you. more than half hour, but some <laughs> yeah. people say people don't listen for more than half hour. Yeah, so. I
0: know. I'm sorry. Mine is two hours, actually. So oh, imagine wow. that. That's crazy. <laughs> I'd rather um, it be
1: longer. Can you tell us where people can find you?
0: So you can find me on Facebook at uh, Raquel... R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E, D-Harris. Also, my business is Write Down To It, W-R-I-T-E. That's my writing and editing service. Um, And then you can find me on IG at at Write Down To It, on Twitter at Write Down To It, and the number three. And Rocky's Reality on all social media. So that's R-O-C-K-I apostrophe S, Reality.
1: That's great. And we'll have that all on our website, too, so people can see it. Uh, great, great. It. Tune
0: in to Motor City Woman Thursday yeah. 7 to 9. Oh, good. Yes. We're that's talking it. about um, the cannabis industry this Thursday. Okay. Tomorrow. Yeah.
1: Oh, good. And yeah. if you ever talk about walking penises, will you have me as a guest? Yes, I'd love absolutely. To do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you already know. I've got to have you on. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks,
1: Rocky. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to this episode of Smart Sex, Smart Love. I'm Dr. Joe Court and you can find me on joecourt.com. That's j o e k o r t.com. See you next time.